Yo, yo, welcome back to another edition of Laying It Down. It is Woody. Solo, not with Scout, not with Sloth. They're at work. Uh, kind of just an impromptu. Don't know if we're going to do this throughout the season, but I don't know. Just fired up with week one. I want to talk about it. Can't get enough football. Uh, I was at work late. So, yeah, we had, I mean, it started Thursday. Cowboys, Bucks, uh, the three of us all thought it was going to be blowout game. And uh, the Cowboys held their own. Dak looked unbelievably good considering his last game action was um, against the Giants and when he broke his ankle and we thought there was a chance he would never play again. He went 42 for 58, 403 yards, three TDs and a pick against the Super Bowl champs returning everybody on defense. Um, CeeDee Lamb and Amari Cooper... 16 15 targets cooper led the way with 13 catches 139 yards two tds cd lamb seven catches 104 yards and a td but the big takeaway i think was when cd lamb has the ball the dude's a playmaker he does things that um we saw prime odell beckham do when he would catch a slant and take it to the house uh cd lamb has that type of ability and he i i I don't see how he doesn't finish as a top five receiver in fantasy football this year, PPR or not. The dude's a monster and he's a threat to take it to the house on just about every play. Um, a lot of people were upset with Zeke. If you were, you know, you're drafting him with top six pick um, in the draft and he had 11 carries for 33 yards. Um, some were worried about Tony Pollard. He had three carries for 11 yards. So, I mean, Tony Pollard's always been there. He also, Pollard had four catches for 29 yards. Um, but if you watch the game, the stats and were different than how the game went. The Bucks were blitzing nonstop, and Zeke was in the pass block, and he did a really good job doing so. I know that doesn't translate for fantasy, and you don't give a shit about that. But um, if you have the ability, throw an offer out for whoever has Zeke. I'm sure they're not happy. I know Sloth has them in our in my league. Um, seems like he's he's going to ride Zeke out, as you should if you have him. Do not sell him on the cheap. He's going to be fine. Um, he just ran up against one of the best defenses in, in the league, and it just happened to be week one, prime time. Everyone saw it. Um, but you couldn't ask for a better game to kick off the season. We didn't even mention Tom Brady, and, of course, he leads the Bucks on a comeback to win the game, field goal, as time expires. Um, Takeaways from this game, though, for the Bucks offensively, Antonio Brown looks like the Antonio Brown pre-Raiders frostbite helmet saga, all of that. Um, he looked good. Seven targets. He hauled in five of them, had the 47-yard bomb for a touchdown. Um, so he had five catches, 121 yards, and a touchdown. He was sitting on my bench, as he probably was most people. Um, because you got there's a lot of mouths to feed in Tampa Bay. Chris Godwin led the way target-wise with 14 at 9 with 105. That critical fumble almost had two touchdowns. Um, some would say almost cost them the game, but he redeemed himself on the final drive. Gronk, eight catches, 90 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, kind of turning the clock back. And um, I'm sure he's out there if you want to pick him up. Waiver wire, I don't know if he's going to be like, again, this is week one older guy, but the depth at tight end in a fantasy league is so slim to begin with. So um, Gronk might be an interesting add. As far as the running backs, 
it's a mess like we knew it would be Fournette Jones. I think Ronald Jones fumbled. Fournette was nothing great. Nine carries for 32 yards. And um, Gio Bernard had two targets or three targets in the past game. So I think as the season goes on, I think Gio Bernard will be that third down guy um, getting those third down catches really. And he could, I mean, if he proves himself to Brady that he can, he can handle that. Maybe they, they uh, give him some first and second down work just as that pass catching guy. Cause if you watch Fournette and Ronald Jones try to catch the ball, um, they don't have hands. It's terrible. Brady, all of last season was frustrated with them. So I think the first chance that they get to throw Gio in there, it's a, it's another, I mean, you got to account for Geo, AB, Godwin, Gronk, Mike Evans, who I didn't even mention. Mike Evans had three catches for 24 yards, six targets. Um, that's kind of what we saw last year, except he would get that touchdown in the goal line. Um, so, yeah, that's how we kicked off week one. Um, I guess we'll head into Sunday. Eagles whooped up on the Falcons. Jalen Hurts. Uh, looked good. Was it because he was playing against the Falcons defense and they're that bad? Maybe. Uh, he went 27 for 35, 264 yards, three touchdowns. He also ran for 62 yards. So this dude is going to be, I think, a top 10 QB in fantasy because of that rushing upside. Um, but he looked sharp. Devontae Smith had six catches for 71 and a touchdown. People were worried. Is he too small to be in the league? All that. When you're as fast as he is and when you can run the routes, with the uh he just Devonte Smith what sets him apart is his route running it's it's better than he's the best route runner on the team by far and he's a rookie so um expect Hertz and Devonte Smith to be a thing a connection that just gets better over the season um wherever you drafted Devonte Smith if you didn't reach he's going to be a value um there's a chance he could if him and Hertz work out he could easily be a top 15 receiver. Um, maybe not this year, but for years to come. So we're going to get into all this when we get scout and sloth on, I think we're going to record Tuesday nights, put it out Wednesday. Um, but I'm bored. So I just wanted to get on here and talk. Uh, Miles Sanders looked good. 15 carries, 74 yards. He had that, that bur I know it's week one and like everybody's fresh, but he looked, he looked really good. Uh, Kenneth Gainwell, who they drafted this off season um, had the touchdown kind of vultured from Miles Sanders, who took a screen about 40 yards to get them in that situation. Um, Gainwell ran it in nine carries, 37 yards TD. Um, but the Falcons just look terrible. I kind of feel bad for Matt Ryan. Uh, Julio's gone. And uh, I'll say this Cordell Patterson led the team in carries. If Cordell Patterson is on your team, chances are your team is not very good. He was with the Bears, and he's just the Swiss Army knife of kind of sad teams. I believe he was also with the Vikings, did something similar. He returns punts. He does it all. Um, but Cordell Patterson, he didn't lead the team in carries, sorry. He led the team in rushing yards, though. Seven carries, 54 yards, while Mike Davis, who you probably drafted in the mid-rounds, uh, had 15 carries, 49 yards. So no TDs. Um, probably let down if you started Mike Davis. Shout out Dave, I believe, who did. Calvin Ridley started hot early. Five catches, 51 yards. Um, that was about it. And Kyle Pitts, four catches for 31. So nothing crazy. Um, people drafted him like he's the going to just break out and 
be the next great tight end, and you probably overpaid in my opinion. But we'll see how that goes. Russell, Russell Gage, I know I took a late-round flyer on him. Uh, he was targeted twice, didn't bring in a, a single catch. Um, so I would drop him and try and pick somebody else up if you could. Um, Jesus, who's texting me? Good just finish. So, yeah, I mean, Eagles went 32-6. If you're an Eagles fan, which I know Scout Sloth and Prior Fairmount and the people who listen to this are, I'd be – I was I was impressed with how the Eagles did. Jalen Hurts looked good. and It was a lot of dink and dunk screens. Um, but if they're not going to stop it, keep doing it, right? Pittsburgh-Buffalo. Pittsburgh beat the Bills 23-16. Um Big Ben, 18 for 32, kind of dished the ball around. Juju had eight targets. Claypool, five. Devontae, or Deontay Johnson had 10. Um, yeah, I, this receiving core is kind of what we thought. We thought Deontay Johnson was going to get the lion's share of the targets, and he did. Um, turned it to five catches and a TD. Claypool had that great catch over uh, Tredavious White on the right sideline for three catches, 45 yards. And Juju had four for 52. So, uh, I mean, it's at least it's it's what I expected. Najee Harris, 16 carries for 45 yards. I know he didn't get the touchdown. He averaged 2.8 yards a carry. Not great. But the big takeaway was it's literally his backfield. He was on the, on the field for 100% of the snaps. So be patient. Again, if, you're, if you don't have Najee Harris and uh, you can get him on the cheap, I'd do it. I mean, what? There's not many guys in the NFL that are getting 100% of the snaps in the running in the backfield. So, I would try and get Najee Harris if you could, if their manager, owner, whatever is trying to get rid of him. Um, Zach Moth, Moss, Moss, whoa, Zach Moth, uh, Zach Moss for the Bills was a healthy scratch. So Devin Singletary led the way, 11 carries, 72 yards, fine. Um, I don't know if it didn't seem like it was injury related with Zach Moss. If Devin Singletary is the guy, I mean, I guess he's like RB2 range for fantasy, but uh, still nothing to be excited about. Josh Allen threw the ball 51 times, uh, completed 30 of those for 270, a touchdown. That deep ball accuracy that we saw last year and made fun of him for two years ago was kind of like the two years ago. Wasn't great. Uh, Diggs had 14 targets. Beasley had 13 so those two dudes, um, probably the only ones you really want to take a chance on receiving-wise. Obviously, Diggs, you're starting every week. Beasley's, if you drafted him, he's not fun. He's The upside isn't crazy, but you're going to get somewhat of a decent floor. So you got eight catches for 60 yards. Um, Emmanuel Sanders is there too. Gabe Davis had a 37-yard touchdown. So um, I guess it was shocking to see the Bills not beat the Steelers. They were six and a half point favorites. Um, so we'll see what the Steelers are able to do going forward. The defense was awesome. Um, and that's what kind of carried them to, I think they started 11 and 12. They were the last undefeated team last season before the injuries started happening and the wheels literally fell off. Uh, Panthers jets, the Sam Darnold, Robbie Anderson revenge game. Um, I guess it kind of happened. Robbie Anderson had one catch, 57 yards and a touchdown. Sam Darnold looked okay. Still had just Sam Darnold type like fumbles in the red zone, things like that. 
Zach Wilson looked okay. Um, I'd say if you're a Jets fan, I would be encouraged. He looked – I mean, they're going to make mistakes, the rookies. Um, Corey Davis had five catches for 97 and two touchdowns. So that was probably the lone bright spot for the receiving core in New York, and it's probably the only receiver startable right now for them. Um, running backs was a whole lot of nothing. Michael Carter – Four carries, six yards, so he's going to be – I don't know. People – I think in our my league, he was, what, eighth-round pick or something? So, um, yeah, I don't know. But uh, don't don't be starting Michael Carter anytime soon because um, he's just not getting the touches. As for the Panthers, uh, Christian McCaffrey is the best fantasy football player. It's not even a question. <laughs> 21 – rushes for 98 yards and then the big one is nine catches for 89 yards the dude's a monster um he's probably rivals one of the best fantasy players when healthy playing uh the floor is so high and the ceiling is even higher which is insane and but he does it weekly so you can expect it um onward onward the cincinnati minnesota game kind of a gross game Cincinnati ended up winning in overtime, 27-24. Rookie kicker gets out there, hits the game winner. Pretty wild. Uh, Burrow went 20 for 27, 261 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, we talked about the Jamar Chase drops. I think he was targeted five times in the preseason, dropped four. Came out to the media during, like right before week one and said something along the lines of the ball's a little harder to catch because it doesn't have those white stripes like it does in college. Um, yeah, he had five catches for 101 yards and a touchdown. So seems like Jamar Chase is just fine. And uh, Mixon, monster day, 29 attempts, 127 yards, 19 yard uh, touchdown. And um, yeah, if he had that scare when he went to the training table, all that seems like Joe Mixon is more than okay. He had four catches as well. So if you drafted, um, Joe Mixon, you're you're feeling good about it. Chances are he should have went in the first round. We'll see. Uh, Kirk Cousins is – so Kirk Cousins, the stat sheet looks a lot better than if you watched the game. If you watched the game, you saw a pathetic quarterback. However, the stat sheet says he went 36 for 49, 351, and two touchdowns. Um, great for fantasy football, but if you're a Viking fan, I don't know how you do it. Um, he's getting a ton of money, and – he can't beat the Bengals on the road. You got to be able to do that when you're making Kirk Cousins type of money. Adam Thielen leads the way in targets and receptions, nine catches, 92 yards, two touchdowns. Justin Jefferson had five for 71, no touchdowns. Um, Thielen is, I don't know. We, some people thought this was last year was kind of like an anomaly with all the red zone targets, things like that. So far Thielen is here to stay. Um, Dalvin Cook, had 20 attempts, 61 yards in that fumble. They ruled a fumble and didn't overturn. It seemed to me that he f he didn't fumble. It seemed like his butt cheek was down. But, uh, yeah. the One of the crazier games that we all expected to be a blowout. Niners, 41. Lions, 33. Jimmy G goes 17 for 25. 314 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Trey Lance goes in, throws one pass, and of course it's a touchdown because why not? So 
the big takeaway here is Trey Sermon was healthy scratch, um, like right before game. So everyone, myself included, thought Raheem Mostert is going to have a monster game. Uh, Mostert, two carries, 20 yards, went out hurt. He's getting MRIs done. So it's more of the same for Mostert. When he's healthy, he's unbelievable. He's one of the fastest players in the NFL. But, I mean, dude just gets hurt. The 49ers just get hurt. So I'm hoping Trey, Trey Sermon gets, you would think, I mean, you just drafted him, would play week two, and you want a piece of this running game with Kyle Shanahan. Um, as far as receiving, Brandon Ayuk, no targets. Not a single target. However, Debo Samuel, 12 targets, nine catches, 189 yards, and that's crazy 79-yard touchdown. He also had that late fumble to give the Lions hope. Um, so I don't know what's going on there. We've never seen Debo Samuel, George Kittle, and Brandon Ayuk all healthy playing together at once. Crazy to say, but uh, not great if you drafted Ayuk. Ayuk was going ahead of Debo in basically every fantasy draft. And to not receive a single target, um, less than ideal. Don't drop him, though. I'd hold him for a bit and see what happens. But um, as for the Lions, Goff had a pretty brutal first half. The Lions had a brutal first half. And Goff came back, had a strong second-half performance. Uh, TJ Hawkinson is their number one target, it seems. He's their best receiver, best route runner and really best playmaker um, besides DeAndre Swift, who is dealing with injuries already. Um, Hawkinson, eight catches, 97 yards, touchdown. Swift had 11 targets in the backfield uh, for caught eight for 65 and a touchdown. Um, and Jamal Williams also had eight catches. So I think I don't – Swift is probably a low-end RB too, but Jamal Williams, you could start in the flex. He's going to get those catches every week. It's weird to say with the team as bad as the Lions, you can bank on Swift, Williams, and Hawkinson, I think, weekly for some sort of performance. Um, I'd be comfortable starting them each and every week. Probably Williams less so, but, um, yeah, I mean, through the ground game, Williams had one. Swift did not. He had a 16-yard run for his longest. But, um, yeah, a little scare for – Niner fans and those who probably teased the Niners down to, I think it was like two and a half something, just win the game. But uh, Niners able to hold on, and Jimmy G looked fine. Doing this solo is a lot of talking. Jesus. Um, Jags 21, Texans 37. Scout was all over the Jags. I think he took them in the survivor pool. Um, it's something about week one starters with rookies. It's, uh, it's just a... NFL is a different game. Trevor Lawrence had threw the ball 51 times, had three touchdowns, three picks um, against the Texans who are actively tanking, but they have a bunch of dudes who are vets um, and they're out there to make, make money and put on good tape for future teams. Obviously Texans aren't even fighting for the division, uh, but Tyrod Taylor did enough, two touchdowns, no picks. Brandon Cooks, five catches, 132, no touchdowns. Mark Ingram, 26 carries, 85 yards. I don't know the last time Ingram had that many carries. It, prime Saints days maybe, prime maybe first year or two with the Ravens, but 
Ingram looked good. I, I, I mean, I'm assuming he's available to pick up in fantasy. I guess do it if you are in a pinch and you lost Dobbins or Gus Edwards. Um, but I guess it's it's worthy to stash. I mean, he had the like the next closest guy in carries was Philip Lindsay, who had eight. So twenty six to eight. I'll take those odds with Mark Ingram. Uh, as far as receiving wise for the Jags, DJ Chark was targeted twelve times, only reeled in three, but had that long touchdown. If Chark's available, he's worth a flyer. Drop Russell Gage. Get Chark. Um, he led the league in targets. Targets is what matters. They'll click eventually. Um, Marvin Jones, same same thing. Nine targets, five catches, 77 yards. And Chenault with seven catches as well. Um, but good for the Texans, you know. Everybody's counting them out. Um, they have the maybe second to worst roster behind the Lions. I don't know. It's arguable. But um, I think we're halfway done. Jeez. Seahawks 28, Colts 16. Uh, Russell Wilson does this thing every year where he just lights the world on fire. He's cooking 18 completions for 254 yards, four touchdowns. He's incredibly efficient. That's the name of the game for him. Uh, Lockett, four catches, 100 yards, two touchdowns. Metcalf had four catches, 60 yards, touchdown. If you started both of them, you're a happy camper. If you didn't start them, you're an idiot. Uh, Carson also had three catches, lost a fumble. Um, also led the team in rushing as expected, 16 carries, 91 yards. Did not find the end zone, but uh, solid day. And, the, I mean, the Colts' defense is great, so I'd be happy with that. As far as the Colts themselves, Carson Wentz, uh, looked all right, 25 for 38, two touchdowns. Jonathan Taylor. Leading the way. The big news. So Hines, Naheem Hines received, I think he's a top 10 paid back now in the NFL. The Colts value Naheem Hines. And it showed he had six catches, was targeted eight times, um, and also ran the ball nine times. So if you drafted Naheem Hines, um, good for you. He's going to be, I think, a flex option weekly. Maybe that's an overreaction. Um, but especially in PPR, he's going to get those catches. Pittman is kind of everybody's hoping for a breakout this year. Nothing crazy. Three catches for 29 yards. Um, we'll wait and see what happens. The Arizona Cardinals went to Tennessee and destroyed the Titans. 38-13. Uh, Chandler Jones was a monster. Um, he had five sacks, two forced fumbles. The only other player to do this was Chandler Jones. Pay the man. He deserves to be paid. He's if he was playing for any other team than Arizona, I think he would uh, receive a lot more attention from the media, from people in general. Um, the dude's unbelievably good. Kyler Murray is a video game. Twenty-one for thirty-two, two eighty-nine, four touchdowns and a pick. The way this dude moves is unbelievable. Um, he he's not he's not the fastest, but he. If like scoot ability is a stat, Kyler is at the top of that. Scoot ability. The dude can turn, twist, stop on a dime, all that. Um, he also ran the ball five times for 20 yards and a touchdown. Kyler Murray could very easily finish as the QB1 this year in fantasy. We'll see. Uh, D-Hop kind of just reminded everyone that he is arguably the best receiver in the league. Had a crazy toe-tap touchdown in the end zone. 
Um, he also had another touchdown, so six catches, 83 yards, two touchdowns. Christian Kirk also reeled in two touchdowns, five catches for 70. Um, A.J. Green, two catches, 25. You're not, you're not playing A.J. Green. As far as the backfield, it was split. Connor and Edmonds, 12 carries, 16 carries, no touchdowns between the two of them. Um, I think that's just going to be a frustrating backfield to try and figure out. It's, it's going to be around that 50-50 split, I believe, for the season. Edmonds obviously is going to get more of the passing game, but yeah, not, I mean, they cap each other's upside and floor as well. As far as the Titans, Tannehill, not great. 21 for 35, 212 pick and a touchdown. Uh, Derek Henry struggled really to get anything going, had 17 carries, 58 yards. Um, this was probably the biggest surprise game wise for me. The Cardinals, we were, we said last all last season they're kind of frauds. Cliff Kingsbury on the hot seat, but this is a huge, this is a big time win against the Titans, who people have making the playoffs, have winning the division, and um, the NFC West is the best division in football. We've said that, and every team is one to know. So there you go. Uh, Chargers, Washington, Chargers won twenty to sixteen. If you have Eckler like I do, you saw Wednesday. He came on the injury report with a hamstring, did not practice Wednesday, Thursday. You're like, great, okay, we're going to do this. He ended up playing, and then this was the weird thing. He's You draft him high because of his passing game opportunity, the targets he gets. It's Christian McCaffrey-like, and he wasn't targeted once. And it gets even weirder. He's never used inside of the 10-yard line as a rusher yet he leads the league right now in rushes inside the 10-yard line. So it was bizarre. Eckler had a touchdown on the ground inside the 10, I think, or something, inside the 20. So I don't know if Herbert is just like, yeah, we're not gonna, we're just going to throw it deep and not check to Eckler at all. I hope that's not the case. Um, but I don't know. We'll see. Herbert looked good. He had that one bad pick, but went 34, 31 for 47. 337 in touchdown. Um, he's he's going to be the franchise quarter. He looks great. You swap out old man Philip Rivers in this game. It came down late, and uh, we've seen the book out. Rivers bottles the game, and Washington would go in to win. But things are different. New coach. Herbert's the quarterback, and um, things are looking good for the Chargers. Going out to Washington is not easy. That defense is great. And um, Keenan Allen, nine catches, 100 yards, Mr. Reliable, underrated route runner, top three in my opinion. Um, Mike Williams came to play, eight catches, 82 yards, touchdown. So I know in our league, Scout had him chilling on the bench. Uh, it's hard to start him, though, when you got other options. But Mike Williams looks like he's here to stay as long as he can stay healthy. Uh, as for Washington, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Did like a little dislocated hip action, kind of dislocated, kind of not. Uh, he's going to be out for a while. It's something similar, I believe, to the Tua injury in college at Bama. Not as serious, I don't think, but uh, that means Heineke's your quarterback. Uh, it's not great for fantasy. Not great if you drafted Terry McLaurin. Maybe good if you drafted Gibson, maybe more a little dink and dunk, but, I mean, Fitzpatrick wants to just chuck it deep and let Scary Terry go make a play. Um, McLaurin had four catches, 62 yards, no touchdowns. Logan Thomas, three catches, a touchdown, super efficient. Um, 
So as for running, Gibson looked good. 20 attempts, 90 yards, no touchdowns. But the big news is Gibson was getting all the carries last year. J.D. McKissick was getting those third down um, passing game workloads, and it looks like it's Gibson this year. So if you got him, keep him. He's going to be awesome. Um, people were saying he, he was going to take over that CMC-type role for Washington. Um, Some Ron Rivera coach Carolina now in Washington. Um, so Heineke, I think came out and said that in the preseason preseason was like, we're going to try Gibson, get Gibson as many catches as we can, uh, touches as we can. So that seemed to happen week one. We'll see if that continues with Fitzpatrick out. Uh, Chiefs. We, we just expect these things now with the Chiefs down double digits and they come back to win. It's like the, um, just take a step back and realize how good the Chiefs are, how good Patrick Mahomes is. They just come back from these holes that no other team can do. Um, Mahomes, 27 for 36, 337 passing yards, three touchdowns, no picks, of course, and he ran in one as well. This team is just so fun to watch. Tyreek Hill had a 70-yard bomb touchdown, uh, was targeted 15 times for 197 yards. Scout, again, has this, this stack of – Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill, and it's the best stack in football. You you can be down 30 points, and with one play, you can be winning your week. It's unbelievable. Um, Clyde Edwards-Alaire was dealing with a preseason injury, had 14 attempts for 40, 43 yards. Not great. No touchdowns. Um, did get three targets out of the backfield, but we're just like, we want this, this new dude to do something, man. He, he's in the best offense in football, but – I guess when you're Patrick Mahomes and you can just sling it to Tyree Kelsey instead, why not, right? Uh, Kelsey, six catches, 76 yards, two touchdowns. Best tight end in football, not even close, uh, at least for fantasy. If you, you could argue athletically and things like that, but for fantasy, it's Kelsey, and then there's a huge gap between Waller and Kittle, who Waller will see tonight. Um, as for Hardman, three catches, 19 yards, not great. Four... The Chiefs, or for the Browns, they found a way to bottle it. Uh, Baker, super efficient, 21 for 28, had that crucial pick late, threw for 321. Odell was a late scratch. Um, he was working out pregame, doing all those one-handed catches, all those things. They didn't play him, um, and I don't think they really missed him. Uh, Baker did great. It, it's stupid to say, but I think there's something to having to force – force feed a superstar ego it it just it changes things and um i really think it's so stupid to say but i think the, there's no way to prove it the browns are better than better with obj not playing than they are playing uh jarvis had a great game five catches five targets 71 yards had that crazy goal line like kept spinning spinning he was down at the one should have been a touchdown uh nick chubb is a beast 15 carries, 83 yards, two touchdowns. Cream Hunt, if you started him, he's an RB2. He, he got it done through the ground in the air. Uh, three targets, three catches, six carries, 33 yards, touchdown. I think he had a two-point conversion as well. Um, so, I mean, but the Browns lose a tough one in Arrowhead. Um, they look good, though. I, I think the Browns make the playoffs again. Uh, do they win that division? We'll see. We'll see what the Ravens look like tonight um, against the Raiders, which 
I mean, no Dobbins, no Gus Edwards for the season. Um, they have every like good running back that in the last five years who's pretty washed now. Lev, Lev Bell, Latavius Murray, I think is going to take over. They have Tyson Williams. Um, they have someone else. Why can't I think of it? It's like another one of those fringe players. Um, oh, my God. Who is it? Devontae Freeman, who's been making the rounds. So we'll see what happens tonight. Um, well, we got four more games. We can do this. Uh, my Dolphins, 17, beat the Pats, 16. This was a frustrating game. If you're a Miami Dolphin fan, the defense was com- the definition of bend and don't break. Uh, Mac Jones looked really good for a rookie quarterback. He was making his decisions, throwing the ball, not really putting it in jeopardy. 29 for 39, 281, and a touchdown. Um, Damian Harris looked was gashing the Dolphins on the ground with 23 carries, 100 yards, but then had that crucial fumble. Shout out Xavier Howard with the punch out. That's why he gets paid, man. He he won the the Dolphins were going to lose that game most likely if Damian Harris doesn't fumble. They were on their driving on their way to kick a late field goal or even score a touchdown. Um, and we'd have to see what Tua could do with two minutes left. Um, but because of the defense, we didn't have to go down that road. As far as Tua, uh, I think the I think he was average. Um, the O line looked terrible. Tua had that unexplicable. You can't throw that interception the way he did. He literally just threw the ball up, um, was forced out of the pocket, had to run right. Of course, he throws left. He stumbled and just literally heaved something up. Um, you can't be doing that, dude. We'll see. Uh, I was Waddle got his touchdown. Um, Devontae Parker had a great sideline catch over J.C. Jackson, got mossed. Um, and J.C. Jackson, after the game, was talking a lot of shit to, to, about Tua. Um, so that'll be fun to see what happens when they play each other down the line. Gaskins getting involved in the running game, passing game. Looked good. Um, didn't get a touchdown, but looked good. Uh, Gasicki with a goose egg was targeted twice, no catches. Shout out, Carl. Um, sorry, you couldn't cash in on that. I'm sure the league feels really bad about that. But, uh, yeah, Dolphins winning for the second time in uh, 13 years in Foxborough. Obviously, Brady was there for the majority, but both those wins come with two at quarterback and no Tom Brady as a Patriot. Uh, so, win's a win. You'll take it. Uh, Green Bay, biggest takeaway. Well, there's two. Jameis Winston with LASIK eye surgery, five touchdowns, 148, zero interceptions for the dude. Uh, and Aaron Rodgers looked sad. I don't know. I, it seemed like the body language was – he's always had the bad body language thing, but it was, like, real, real bad. Um, after for press conference, LaFleur was like, this was embarrassing, blah, blah, blah. Rodgers was then was then asked about the embarrassing comment, and he kind of was like, "It is what it is. It's whatever," um, and kind of shot back at Lafleur. So it sounds like Green Bay is a headache. I'm sure they get it figured out Monday night against the Lions. They'll go into prime time, win by twenty, you'd assume, and all is happy in Green Bay. But I think this is just going to be a drama storyline with subtle jabs back and forth. Um, Devontae Adams, five catches, 56 yards. If you, if you were crazy and drafted him first overall, like Dave, um, not great when you could have had McCaffrey, you know, just, uh, just saying, uh, Randall Cobb, 
one catch, 32 yards. He's not even a football player. I don't know what we're doing. Um, AJ Dillon led the Packers in rushing yards with 19 yards. Aaron Jones was a non-factor. Uh, Jeremy Collins, thank you for that. But yeah, takeaway: the Packers looked terrible. The Saints looked awesome playing in Jacksonville. This was considered a home game for them. Uh, again, Sean Payton doesn't get enough credit as a head coach, in my opinion. Last two games, Broncos 27, Giants 13. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater, Teddy Two Gloves, Teddy Spread Cover, 28 of 36, 264 yards, two touchdowns. Melvin Gordon dialed the clock back, had a monster 70-yard touchdown run. Um, and their rookie running back that they drafted, Javante Williams, 14 carries for 45 yards. It looks like it's going to be a split backfield. Jerry Judy, look, look, it looked like he broke his ankle. Um, they're now saying it's a high ankle sprain, so not great, but better than a broken ankle. Um, he was looking good too, so it's a shame. Daniel Jones is butt cheeks. Uh, we know this, but I mean, I I don't. He's not the answer at quarterback. Saquon did play, had 10 carries for 26 yards. It's being physically cleared and being mentally cleared are two different things. And only he, only Saquon knows that um, when you tear your ACL, you, you never think you're going to be, it's just, you can say it doesn't bother you, but it absolutely does when you're cutting and it, it's just, I don't, I don't know if you took Saquon, you got him on the cheap, you'll get him probably, you probably will never get him cheaper until he falls off the cliff, but uh, not great. Uh, Sterling Shepard, seven catches, 113 yards and touchdown looking good. Galladay, four catches for 64, no touchdown. And then the nightcap of the game, Sunday night football in LA, the Rams versus the bears. Um, Matt Stafford, 20 for 26, 321 yards and three touchdowns. He uncorked two deep balls to Van Jefferson for a touchdown. And then Cooper cup wide open, uh, Stafford is an improvement over golf. It's not a question. And um, it was fun to watch the Rams. The Rams look like a team that could be playing in the Super Bowl. Is that an overreaction? Maybe. I don't know. But the offense was there. The defense was there. Cooper Cup led the way receiving-wise. 10 targets, 7 catches, 108 yards, and touchdown. Uh, Van Jefferson looked like – I thought it was Deshaun Jackson because they just signed him. I don't even think he got a target, to be honest. But Van Jefferson has that over-the-top speed, and uh, he's going to catch those – 80-yard bombs from Stafford. Daryl Henderson, uh, 16 carries, 70 yards, and a touchdown. He it was he was the clear back. Sonny Michelle didn't get a snap, I think, until the fourth quarter. He only had one carry. So as of now, it's Henderson's backfield, which is awesome if you took the sh chance on him. Uh, Matt Nagy, you're an idiot. He, I, he must have made some agreement with Dalton in March. Like, hey, man, you're going to be the QB1. And then they were like, wow, Justin Fields is still available. Let's take him. And I think Nagy feels bad, and he's being a man of his word with this Dalton thing. But he's totally got himself all twisted around. There's no reason Justin Fields comes in randomly, throws a pass, and leaves. Um, Fields ended up with a rushing touchdown, but... We know we know what Andy Dalton is, man. I, just throw Justin Fields in there, let him play. Uh, I don't understand it. It's going to get to a point where the fans are literally just going to boo Andy. They're going to be rooting against the Bears until Justin Fields comes in. Uh, Marquise Goodwin led the way, receiving yard wise with 45 yards. Allen Robinson was targeted 11 times, only brought in six. Um, 
David Montgomery looked awesome, though. Uh, that's probably the big takeaway. He was awesome on the ground, ran for over 100 yards, and the uh, the Rams didn't allow a single runner over to rush for over 100 yards all of last season. So you got to be happy if you're David Montgomery owner. Um, also caught one catch, but yeah, that's week one. Again, I don't know if I'm going to do this all the time. I it, I was bored. I want to talk football, so screw it. I'm going to throw up a pod and uh, scout and slaughter at work. We will, again, still do our week one recording and all that. That doesn't take away from any of this. But, uh, yeah, just felt like getting on here, passing some time, and uh, talking week one football. It's good that it's back. Again, it's not over yet. We got Ram uh, Raiders, Ravens tonight. Um, I think Lamar goes bananas tonight. He's going to do it through his legs, do it through his arm to Andrews, and he, he doesn't have any other option. Latavius Murray's his RB1. I mean, what are we doing here? So David Carr, Waller, probably will hook up big again because that's all they got. And Josh Jacobs is questionable now with an illness, so Kenyon Drake, that's what we're going to do maybe. We'll see. But, uh, yeah, we will be back, like I said, Wednesday, I think. Uh, so, yeah. Later, haters.